When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, the United States will see new inflation spike. I'll be sharing with you the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. In breaking news, shots fired. A open letter from Cameron Winklevoss of Gemini to DCGs. Barry Silbert, Genesis owes Gemini $900 million. And DCG owes Genesis, which is a subsidiary company of DCG, $1.675 billion. Quoting Winklevoss here to Barry Silbert, you took this money, the money of school teachers, to fuel greedy share buybacks, illiquid venture investments, and kamikaze nav trades that balloon the fee-generating assets under management of your trust, all for your own personal gain. I'll be sharing the response from Barry Silbert as this story develops. Also in today's show, Bitcoin Core developer claims to have lost 200 plus BTC in a recent hack. That's right. The Bitcoin OG and core developer Luke claims his PGP key was compromised, resulting in virtually losing a lot of his Bitcoin stolen from him on December 31st. Also in today's show, crypto analyst predicts the beginning of the next Bitcoin bull run and lays out March 2023, Ethereum forecast, which I'll be breaking down for you. Also more breaking news, billion dollar hedge fund is betting against Bitcoin and Grayscale and not just USDT. That's right. Also in today's show, Bitcoin bullish this year, popular crypto strategist unveils his Bitcoin outlook based on the four year having cycle. Also in today's show, Bitcoin price predictions for 2023, I'll be breaking down, including a potential crash to $5,000 as well as a rally to $250,000 and quoting billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper. 250,000 by 2022. My prediction was off by a bit. Hasn't made it there yet. Certainly before the happening. Also be breaking down the latest updates. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And I want to welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. Naturally, we have a lot to cover. This is pod episode number 1151. And today is January 2nd, 2023. And this year is already taken off with a bang as the crypto market is currently pumping, but barely checking out the overall market here. You can see Bitcoin up 1%, trading above 16700 We have Ether up almost 2%, trading back above $1,200. BNB up 1%, trading at 246 We got Litecoin, one of the bigger pumpers, along with Solana, trading back above 11 bucks. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. You can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $808 billion with $23.5 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The Bitcoin dominance barely back on the decline at 39.9% with the Ether dominance at 18.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Lido Dow up a whopping 18%, trading at $1.21, followed by Solana up 13%, trading at $11.13, followed by BitDAO up 10%, trading just under $0.37. Cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 
last week. You can see Bit leading the pack up 31%, OKB up 28.5%, and also Lido Dow up 18% for the week and checking out one of my favorite indicators the crypto greed and fear index shows we're currently rated a 27 in fear yesterday a 26 last week a 28 and last month a 27 in fear so there you have it welcome once again everyone just tuning in let's kick off and dive right into today's bitcoin technical analysis along with the five things to watch out for in the bitcoin market this week number one bitcoin traders fear new lows amid the flattening price that's right bitcoin high Modelers may be wishing for volatility, but thus far, the Bitcoin price action has remained distinctly comatose. According to the latest data, it seems that nothing, low-volume Christmas trading and the quarterly and yearly candle closes and even the macro data prints before that can shift the status quo. Check it. Looking ahead, traders are thus conservative as to what lies in store for the king crypto as signs of a fundamental shift remain wholly absent from market behavior. Quitting Crypto Capo, it takes a tiny pump into resistance to turn everyone bullish again. This same bull trap has been happening during the entire 2022, yet people don't learn. He shared and he says that 12,000 is very likely. Let me know if you feel we're likely to drop down to 12,000. Now his comments came alongside a modest ship upwards for Bitcoin, which surpassed 16.7 for the first time in several days. And they were echoed by popular trader Pentoshi, who likewise flagged 12,000 as a key support zone for Bitcoin to revisit in terms of volume on the higher timeframes. And fellow analyst Tony Ginia, meanwhile, once again, doubled down on 11 to 14,000 as the floor, quitting him here, expecting all these levels to be reached in two to three months. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. Next to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week, Michael Burry warns inflation will return with another week to go until the U.S. Consumer Price Index print for December hits. The first days of January are relatively calm when it comes to the macro Bitcoin price catalyst. The Fed will release minutes from its Federal Open Market Committee meeting January 3rd, which is just or actually the 4th, which is two more days away, providing clear guidance on policy moving forward. And for big short investor Michael Burry, however, even that more permissive scenario is not the end of the inflation story. Inflation peaked, but it is not the last peak of this cycle. He warned and shared the following. We are likely to see CPI lower, possibly negative in the second half of 2023, and the U.S. in recession by any definition. The Fed will cut, the government will stimulate, and we will have another inflation spike. It is not hard. Now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week, difficulty due to drop amid grim hash rate data. That's right. In the knee-jerk world of the Bitcoin fundamentals, it is business as usual as 2023 begins. Bitcoin's upcoming difficulty adjustment is due tomorrow, January 3rd. It will wipe out gains made two weeks prior in a sign that miners remain under pressure over the Bitcoin price performance. After rising 3% December 19th, difficulty will drop by an estimated 3.5% this week, according to data from B tc.com thus failing to steal new all-time highs and now for the fourth factor to keep your eyes out on this week at the bitcoin market bitcoin supply goes to sleep as volatility stays absent from bitcoin for weeks on end there's understandably little impetus to sell amongst hodlers the latest on-chain data supports that theory with the bitcoin supply becoming increasingly dormant as speculators stay away and according to on-chain analytics firm glassnode the amount of supply stationary in its wallet for the past five to seven years has hit as high as since january of 2018 you can see that parabola here on the chart now that trend has been in place for much of the past year as those who 
bought Bitcoin in the last halving cycle, see their purchase prices returning. And now for the fifth factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, sentiment in no man's land. That's right. And a similar sign that many market participants simply do not know how to feel about the future of crypto. Sentiment is neither here nor there. That is one of the reading of popular sentiment gauge, the crypto greed and fear index. Taking a look here, as you can see, we are currently a 27 in fear. Also like to point out that we have been stuck in fear and extreme fear literally for the bulk of 2022. Hopefully we don't have that same scenario play out here in 2023. With that being shared, now for some breaking news, shots fired as pointed out here. Cameron Winklevoss wrote an open letter to Barry Silbert and here's just some of the uh, what's going on inside of this letter, quoting Dylan LeClaire, uh, he actually sharing what uh, the Winklevoss had to share in regards to Barry Silbert. You took this money, the money of school teachers, to fuel greedy share buybacks, illiquid venture investments, and kamikaze nav trades that balloon the fee generating assets under management of your trust, all for your own personal gain. Now, here's the response by Barry Silbert. Check it out. DCG did not borrow $1.675 billion from Genesis. DCG has never missed an interest payment to Genesis and is current on all loans outstanding. Next loan maturity is May of 2023. DCG delivered to Genesis and your advisors a proposal December 29th and has not received any response. Now, this is very alarming to say the least, which leads to a lot of speculation that this can potentially, DCG and Genesis, be the next FTX slash Alameda crash of 2023 and is definitely not a good way to start off the new year to say the least. And so let me know how you feel this is likely to play out. I'll be keeping you all posted on crypto Twitter. So be sure to be following me. My Twitter handle just FYI is crypto news. Yes, it's not crypto news alerts because that wasn't available when I created my Twitter a few years back. So do please Keep that in mind, which takes us to our next breaking story of the day. A core Bitcoin OG developer, unfortunately, shared a story of losing over 200 Bitcoin. He even tagged the FBI seeking help. Let's break this down because this is very alarming and shocking, uh, to say the least. Here we go. One of the original core developers behind Bitcoin, Luke DeSure, claims to have lost basically all of his Bitcoin as a result of a hack that occurred just before the new year. In a January 1st post on Twitter, the developer said the alleged hackers had somehow gained access to his PGP key, a common security method that uses keys to gain access to encrypted information. That's two keys, FYI. And in a thread, he shared a wallet address where some of the stolen Bitcoin had been sent, but did not reveal how much of his Bitcoin was stolen. In total, as he shared here, PSA, my P. GP key is compromised and at least many of my Bitcoin stolen. I have no idea. Help, please. And at the time, uh, it shows that four transactions totaling 216 Bitcoin were $3.6 million stolen at the current prices. The sure said he had no idea how the attackers gain access to his key, though some in the community have pointed to a possible connection with an earlier Twitter post from DeSure on November 17th that noted that his server had been compromised by a new malware backdoor on the system. As he revealed here, my server was accessed this morning by an unknown person. Full analysis in progress, but take extra care that you P 
PGP verified and he downloads hashtag Bitcoin. And he also shared in his most recent Twitter thread that he only noticed that the recent hack after getting emails from Coinbase and Kraken about login attempts. The incident also caught the attention of the Binance CEO CZ who offered condolences and support in a January 1st post quoting him here. Sorry to see you lose so much. Informed our security team to monitor. If it comes our way, we will freeze it. If there's anything else we can help with, please let us know. We deal with these often and how law enforcement relationships worldwide, he wrote. Now, some of the crypto community speculated that the lack of security might be to blame for the loss. In a January 1st Reddit thread, a user calling themselves Sat Standard suggested that DeSure may have not taken the November 13th security breach seriously enough and later suggested that the Bitcoin developer did not keep different activities separated, quoting him here. We had Hot Wallet on the same computer. He did everything else. It looks like he was really complacent. Meanwhile, a few other appeared to be suggesting it may have not been a hack at all, suggesting someone had stumbled across the seed phrase somehow or was part of an unfortunate boating accident ahead of tax season. A boating accident in this context is a reference to a running joke and meme originally used by gun enthusiasts, but since repurposed by the crypto community about being trying to avoid paying taxes by claiming they lost all of their Bitcoin and a tragic boating accident, as Michael Saylor once shared in an epic classic tweet. Now, the news also ignited a debate around self-custody, which became a hot topic after the collapse of FTX last year. Binance's CZ, who previously cautioned the crypto community about self-custody, said, sad to see even an OG Bitcoin core developer lost 200 plus Bitcoin worth three and a half million. Self-custody has a different set a risk. Now, online social media influencer Yudi also took time to question whether self-custody was a viable and safe option, commenting that one shouldn't manage your own keys, quitting him here. Even if one of Bitcoin's OG developers messes this up, I really don't know how other people are expected to do it safely. That's not to say that self-custody is bad, but you shouldn't manage keys directly, he said. Now, obviously, I'm going to disagree with that right off the bat. I feel you're Bitcoin or crypto is way more secure in a self-custody hard wallet such as a Trezor or Ledger Nano versus on a centralized exchange such as an FTX, Binance, Coinbase, etc. for the obvious reasons. However, both do pose risks. One of the risks with having self-custody your own keys is what if you lose your private keys and you lose your device? Or what if you really lose it in a boating accident? Gone forever, especially if you don't memorize your 24-word key phrase. Um, there's other risks as well. I mean, centralized exchanges can go under like we witnessed this year. Even if they're regulated by the SEC, we learned that means absolutely nothing. So at the end of the day, protect your crypto at all costs. And if you have any malware on your computer or anything like this or any sort of attack, be very cautious. Express extreme caution because this is scary to say the least, but I'm anxious to learn more about this story as it unfolds and develops. But let me know how many of you trust private keys more than a centralized exchange. I think it's a given, but I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day, hedge fund versus Bitcoin. That's right. There's a big hedge fund out there shorting not just USDT, but also the King Crypto, which I think is absolutely insane uh, to say the least. But uh, yeah, let's break that down. And actually, let's actually see that I have a story before that. No, let's let's skip right into this hedge fund because this is actually interesting stuff. The pressure continues to mount 
for the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, as you can see here, as uh, the parent company of Digital Currency Group and the Ram Alawala, CEO and co-founder of the Crypto Native Investment Advisor, Lumida pointed out in a recent thread, two new characters, Valkyrie Investments and Furtree have entered a Shakespearean drama. The motivation of the second in particular is very dubious. Furtree is a hedge fund with about $3 billion in assets under management and hundreds of holdings. The SEC 13F filings show that Furtree holds First Citizen Bank, KKR, Comcast, and hundreds of other securities. They're also a large investor in oil and tobacco and Alawal, and I'm pronouncing this wrong probably, just FYI, therefore raises the question of why Furtree, as a value investor, has an interest in GBTC and filed a lawsuit against Grayscale in early December, especially since the hedge fund does not own a lot of GBTC. Now, Furtree Capital Management filed a lawsuit seeking info that could be used to force changes to the way that the company operates its flagship, Bitcoin Trust. The lawsuit seeks Grayscale to lower its fees, initiate redemptions and release documents related to its relationship with Digital Currency Group. And in addition, Furtree also seeks top Grayscale efforts to convert its Grayscale Bitcoin Trust into a spot exchange traded fund, better known as an ETF. Now a big short on Bitcoin, crypto, and Tether. Why? Well, they hypothesized that the arguments made in the lawsuit do not reflect their true motivation. Furtree claims that motivation lies with end investors such as teachers, firefighters, police officers, and other public officials who own GBTC. There is a bigger story here. Be skeptical, he says, explaining Furtree is making a bigger bet against the crypto ecosystem and pushing on all of the soft points it can find. In this regard, chartered financial analyst refers to Bloomberg's revelation that Furtree took a large short position on Tether in March of 2022. Furtree is betting on a break of the USDT peg to the some extent to a bank run by March of 2023. The position has been structured as an asymmetric trade, meaning the downside risk is low and potential reward is high, with the official rationale for the trade being that much of the commercial paperback and the token tied to Chinese real estate developers, some of which are in trouble. Now, further, the analyst asserted that Furtree has identified three soft points, a Bitcoin and crypto market that the hedge fund can rattle, Grayscale, the USDT bond, the, and Binance, whereas Furtree cannot take any action regarding the exchange. According to him on GBTC, the analyst notes, fortunately, I don't see a credible path to Grayscale trust unwinding. The trust is a cash cow and can receive a private valuation from a third party purely on cash flows. What Furtree is doing is pushing on the loose legs of the stool. Now the enemy of my enemy is my friend, Dynamic. Valkyrie, even with the heroic intentions, does not make the situation any easier as they propose to take over the role of managing GBTC and reduce the fees by 2%, uh, from 2% to 75 basis points. And in addition, Valkyrie would be using Reg M. Both would hurt Grayscale's valuation. My opinion is that Furtree is attempting to hurt probability a VC raise and push DCG over the edge. Furtree and Valkyrie are strange then, fellows, Furtree is betting against Tether. Valkyrie is positioned as the hero for Bitcoin and GBTC holders. This is an enemy of my enemy, is my friend, Dynamic, he points out. Things get very interesting. For Bitcoin investors, the unresolved situation around DCG and Grayscale remains one of the biggest potential risks for further crypto intrinsic market turmoil. And as I pointed out earlier, especially with DCG and Genesis owing $900 million, uh, to Gemini and not paying and avoiding it as uh, Winklevoss uh, called Silbert out, who is the owner of that company. And it seems that DCG and Genesis have a lot of commingling going on, kind of like Alameda with FTX, which is why, uh, massive warning, uh, you know, 
to stress to you. So be on the lookout for that. With that being shared, now let's discuss when likely the next Bitcoin bull run, uh, shall we? Here we go. Closely followed crypto analyst and host of Invest Answers YouTube channel makes a forecast for both Bitcoin and Ethereum for this year. In a new video update, the analyst shares the following late 2023 or sometime after summer 2023, the Bitcoin bull run could begin again. No guarantees in this. Looking at everything that I know, we had a very, very bad year. Bitcoin is very beaten down. It doesn't stay down forever. It is under massive accumulation. The supply is thinning on exchanges. Every single technical indicator you can look at says it's a bottom and people are educated now. They know what the having is all about and they know to front run it. So I believe in late 2023 where there will be a Bitcoin bull run send it. And looking at Ethereum, the analyst says that the enabling of the stake unlocking in March could encourage more entities, including institutions, to lock up their ETH, which may put buying pressure on the leading smart contract platform. Quoting Invest Answers here, we do have some stuff happening in March of 2023. Stakers out there who stake their Ethereum who are currently receiving about 5% annual interest for committing their ETH to secure the chain, but withdrawals have not been enabled, but they will be enabled in March of 2023, enabling beacon chain withdrawals could give stakers more confidence and staking even more. I think about 13% is currently staked of the total supply. But in the meantime, those who have been waiting a long time, like six to nine months or more to get their ETH back, they will sell. And this will cause a bit of sell pressure. But I also do think it is also after the sell pressure happens, it'll bring about much more staking, even maybe from institutions who want to get some of that 5% for staking, their ETH, which will be a growing asset as well in the next bull run. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the predictions from Invest Answers for 2023 surrounding Bitcoin and Ethereum. And to watch this video he did entitled 2023 Predictions for Crypto, Markets, and Macro, check the show notes below the video in the description. And let me know, are you currently bullish or bearish for the king crypto here in the short term? I'll let your boy. And with that being shared, now let's discuss the next Bitcoin halving cycle, which drives this entire parabolic phase for the king crypto, which can potentially take us up to new all-time highs. Let's break it down, shall we? A popular crypto analyst is weighing in on the potential gains of Bitcoin this year based on Bitcoin's four-year having cycle. Synonymous crypto strategist Rec tells his 330,000 Twitter followers he believes Bitcoin will likely bottom out this year. According to the principles of the four-year cycle, the cycle is based on Bitcoin's having event. When rewards issued to Bitcoin miners are cut in half every four years, Bitcoin has historically ignited bull markets around the having. Facts, as he shares here, the Bitcoin bear market is coming to to an end according to four-year cycle, but a new bottoming out candle three is set to form next, which you can see in this chart. And Rex says that the third year of the halving cycle, candle three, is when Bitcoin traditionally carves a bare bottom while generating decent gains. As he shares here, candle three in 2015 saw a 234% move. Candle three in 2019 saw a 316% rally. Candle three in 2023 may see stronger upside than most think. And looking closer at candle three of the previous cycles, Rex says that this is within the realm of possibility for Bitcoin to nearly double its value this year, quoting him again here, past Bitcoin candle threes have enjoyed 234% and 316% rallies. But what if we ignore candle three wicks? Then in 2015, Bitcoin formed a 36% candle body and in 2019, a 97% candle body. If Bitcoin rallies 36% in 2023, we're talking about 22,300. If Bitcoin rallies 97% this year, we're talking 32,400, not far-fetched as outlined here in this chart. And rec as at the four-year having cycle also predicts when Bitcoin can surge to a fresh 
all-time high. According to the four-year cycle theory, a new Bitcoin all-time high would occur at the soonest in candle four, 2024, and at the latest in the new candle one, 2025. If a new all-time high were to occur in the 2024 candle four, it would occur months after the April 2024 Bitcoin halving. So there you have it. When do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to break out and surpass the current all-time high of $69,000? Let me know in the comments right down below, which leads us to our final story of the day and the moment you have all been waiting for some bullish price predictions and not only bullish, but also some very bearish scenarios. We're talking about a potential low of $5,000 for the King Crypto. Now, hypothetically speaking, if Bitcoin was to crash to $5,000 this year, how many Bitcoin would you buy on the low? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our final story of the day, shall we? Bitcoin started 2022 at close to 48000 That's down from its highest ever price of almost 68000 Also like to point out a fact. It was exactly two years ago today, which was what? Uh, January 2nd of 2021, Bitcoin hit an all-time high surpassing $30,000 for the first time. So I wanted to point that out. Pretty interesting, eh? However, the last 12 months have been some worse crypto price action. The collapse of stablecoin Terra USD and its support coin Luna crashed the industry back in May, led to huge crypto businesses such as Celsius going bankrupt and the market dipping to below a $1 trillion market cap. And we have been stuck at around seven to eight hundred billion ever since. Now Bitcoin has been hovering around sixteen and seventeen thousand since mid December. But how will the world's most popular crypto fare this year in twenty twenty three? CNBC round up some prediction from analysts, investors, and others within the industry. The most optimistic call comes from billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper. He believes Bitcoin will rally fourteen hundred percent to end the year worth $250,000, quitting him here. My assumption is that since women control 80% of retail spending and only one in seven Bitcoin wallets are currently held by women, that the dam is about to break. Draper told CNBC he expects things to get even better in 2024 when the halving, an event that occurs every four years in which the reward for Bitcoin mining is cut in half, takes place. And he also recently tweeted, and this was a very optimistic tweet from him, admitting his wrong. He tweeted this December 31st, 2022, three days ago. See the t-shirt, $250,000 Bitcoin by 2022. My prediction was off by a bit. Hasn't made it there yet. Certainly before the happening. So he's ultimately saying he's doubling down on his $250,000 price prediction, though it didn't happen in 2022. He is still optimistic that we will see a quarter million dollar Bitcoin price by the time of the next halving. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the billionaire venture capitalist. And on the complete opposite end of that scale, the Standard Charter's global head of research, Eric Robertson, who believes the King Crypto's fall will continue all the way down to $5,000 this year, a drop of about 70% from its current price. Could you imagine that. If Bitcoin was to drop 70% from its current price, I can only imagine alts dropping another 99% from their current price. And veteran investor Mark Mobius had a similar pessimistic outlook, which I covered here on the show, believing Bitcoin will drop to 10000 this year in 2023. Also, we have Carol Alexander, a professor of finance at Sussex University, has better news for hodlers. She believes Bitcoin will reach $30,000 this year in the first quarter, climbing to 50000 in quarter three or four, thanks to the whales who hold large amounts of Bitcoin stepping in to help the market. So ultimately, of course, accurately predicting Bitcoin's future price is impossible. Whether the market recovers or plunges even further in 2023 is anyone's guess. So there you have it. Where do you feel the Bitcoin 
top will be for this year as well as the bottom? Do you think we can potentially drop all the way down to 5,000? And do you think we can climb all the way up potentially to a six-figure Bitcoin price? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.